The Old Goal of Truth is a proud member of the Creative Grapevine. Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. We're exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. This past week, we studied Book 5. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of this season and read along with us. Hey guys, Future Alex here just popping in because, you know what, I was just thinking, wow, I really like making this and hopefully people like listening to it. So I just wanted to make a quick request for you to leave us a review. That would be absolutely lovely. You can go to ratethispodcast.com slash togot. That's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T. Now, on with the show. All right, Bryce. Fill me in. How have you been doing this week? Oh, this week has been super long, stressful, and tiring, and all that fun stuff. Before I ask you more about that, I just want to say that we could make like a whole comp- compilation of whenever I ask you how your week is, just your response being, because I feel like that's... Oh, yeah, probably. That's your response 50% of the time is this... (laughs) (laughs) I saw um, Rob Serdu came into work this week. Um, Great guy. Yeah. And he he says to me, he's like, hey, Bryce, how are you doing? I'm like, oh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and and he's like uh an old man sigh i hear that <laughs> i'm like yeah it's just been a really long and just stressful and tiring week so yeah well what's what's been stressful for you about it we've chatted a little bit more this week but fill me in a bit about the the particulars i don't know there's there's a lot um we just calgary well alberta just went into a semi-lockdown thingy um, again. And and I mean, I personally don't care. Like, yeah, it sucks that I can't hang out with my friends and stuff. Um, but it's just kind of annoying that, that there are people out there that are not doing their part. And I mean, I, I know that personally I can't do anything about it. Uh, people will do what they do. And for me, if I just kind of try to follow what the government says, stay home as much as possible, not go out, um, not hang out with people, then, like, I'm doing my part. Um, but it's just kind of annoying because I've heard some people complain about it. And now we we do, the um, Calgary and Edmonton have to wear, wear masks everywhere. Um, and, I mean, Calgary was already doing that for the most part and frankly it's not a big deal like i i wear a mask in a hot steamy dry cleaners with all my other co-workers that are even closer to the hot steam than me so right from my point of view there's nothing to complain about um but that's a little bit of it. Uh, work's been a little stressful um, just because um, work is a family business, not like my own family, but it's owned by a family um, and multiple different parts of the family are, are part of the business. And they and and I mean, they they accept everyone that works there as as family. 
and there there was just something going on with with the family and and it just kind of it it hit everyone and and it was it was difficult so far it is going well um but yeah yeah well and and so it just sounds like i guess the like the external things going on uh around you have been kind of just stressing you out and taking a toll is that accurate yeah yeah, I definitely feel I don't sleep well anyways, um but this week I feel like just because of that it has it has added onto my lack of sleep. Cuz I mean it's one thing if you stay asleep for 8 hours, but it's it's another thing if it's actually good sleep for those 8 hours. Right, right. Rather than just having your eyes closed and your mind more or less off for 8 hours. Yeah. So I mean, we, we've talked about your sleep being an issue um, on, on the podcast before. Um, and I think, I, I think we've kind of, you know, we've talked a lot about, about how it might be helped. You've thought a lot about how it might be helped. Um, but maybe what, um, what in your week has, I guess, kind of uplifted you and kind of brought you um, a little bit of, of strength or maybe just relaxed you a little bit in the moments where you have felt calm? That's actually a really good question. Honestly, this whole week I haven't really felt calm. I've just, this week it's just kind of been, I have to get up and go to work because that's what I need to do. I need to uh, get up and do my pathway work because that's what I need to do. Um, I need to do X, Y, and Z because that's what I need to do. Yeah, like the this week it's been it's been really strictly just oh I do need to do this so and it is kind of a deadline or whatever so I will do it. But whether I really want to do it is a different story. <laughs> that's interesting. So honestly, this week it's just the this week it's just been you know. If, if I want to have a decent future, I still have to do this stuff. So I guess I'm going to do it. Because, like, I can kind of see the outcome. Because, I mean, if I don't go to work, in the very least, I don't get paid. <laughs> right. Right? Whether I keep my job or not, I don't get paid if I don't go to work. Right. And, and I need to be paid so I can live. Yeah. So it's just kind of been out of necessity for this week i've been doing whatever's needed to be done this week so but i i that's pretty much the extent of my week how how has your week been alex my weeks uh actually i think i feel like it's been pretty okay it kind of feels like a blur kind of went by a little bit fast i don't think i was quite as productive as i would have liked to be uh, but i have worked ahead and that's felt good. I have been getting work done. I have, you know, forced myself to sit down at the computer and get things done instead of just kind of being like, well, I mean, like I can do it later. I have been working ahead and and that's felt good. Generally, generally, it's been pretty good. Um, and also one more one more comment on what you mentioned. I think what you mentioned about having to get up and go to work and all of this, that's going to tie into our conversation on the book. So I'm interested to discuss that a little bit more later on in the show. Um, but yeah, as far as my week has been, it's been 
it's been good i guess <laughs> sweet um has there any has there been anything that has kind of helped you get through the week or has it just kind of been the same old same old i guess um i think the biggest thing that has helped me get through the week um was that it was thanksgiving and a lot of my friends a lot of my roommates who are my friends a lot of them went away they were gone for the week and so that was actually really really nice because i find it hard to focus when i live with my friends so that's actually something i'm looking forward to about moving back home is that even though i get along with the people i'll be rooming with at least i know that i will with the ones that i already know but I'm not like tight with them the way that I am with my roommates in Idaho. And so I'm looking forward to not having that super tight relationship already so that I can feel more comfortable um, focusing because that, that's been something that's helped me be productive is just the absence of people. Not that I don't like having my friends around me, I just focus a lot better when they're gone. <laughs> and and so, I mean, it's it's something that has helped me this week for sure. So it's nice when they're around, but it's also great when they're gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's exactly, that's exactly it. I like my friends, but uh, it's so difficult for me to focus. And, uh, and here I have all of my friends within walking distance because I live in a small college town. So uh, I look forward to all of my friends being driving distance away because then I'll just say, ah, I'm too lazy to get in my car and drive to see them. I'd rather work. <laughs> so to all of Alex's friends when uh, he's back in Calgary, don't expect him to come see you. <laughs> <laughs> he's too lazy for that. <laughs> Let's move on to our physical goals. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kick us off here. Uh, did you have physical goals this week, Bryce? And um, if so, how, how did they go? I don't think I had physical goals. I think I... Was it, was it last week that I said that I would declutter a little bit? Because if it was, I definitely did. Yeah, so let, let's talk about that then. How'd your decluttering go? It went well. Um, I kind of did it a little bit throughout the week. Um, finally got everything sort of cleaned up, uh, yesterday. Um, there's a few odds and ends here and there, but generally it's pretty well. Um, got, got rid of a fair amount of stuff that I just didn't need. Um, I looked at it and I said, like, I had this little, um, I don't even know what it was made out of, but it was just this cool little sculpture there we go that's the word this cool little sculpture of an orca with some waves around it and stuff uh that was given to me by my grade four teacher and amongst other things that she gave me and other students because we had this cute little student uh award thing where if you were a good student during certain things you got this little slip of paper that you could write your name on and then you could put it in the jar and well, the more slips of paper you had in the jar, the more likely your name would be pulled. And my name got pulled a number of times. Um, and that was just one of the things that that was pulled, or one of the things that I got. So, anyways, um, I, 
I looked at it, I'm like, you know, this is really cool, and it was a really cool idea of what my teacher did and stuff, but do I really need this? No. Um, so I did end up getting rid of it. And, I mean, part of me kind of feels bad because it was a nice gift from my grade 4 teacher, but at the same time, if I really... Th oh, actually, no, just remembered what it was. Mrs. Summers. <laughs> I was gonna just about to say, if I really think hard enough, I can remember her name. But it was Mrs. Summers. Um, funny enough, the other grade 4 teacher in my school was Miss Winters. And let's just say... Um, People generally like the summer better than the winter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that was... I got rid of other things, um, and some things I still have to kind of figure out what I'm what I'm doing with them. Um, but, but, yeah, so it did, it did go well. I got rid of a fair amount of stuff. There's other things that I'm kind of debating on, such as my Nerf guns. Because during COVID and when you can't see anyone right now, you can't really use them. Um, but at the same time, I have so many that it would actually be worth selling. Problem is, is that no one would buy them right now because you can't see anyone. Because um, fun fact, it's a uh, it's a thousand dollar fine per person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's a lot, which I mean, honestly, if if people are going to get together with their friends and stuff and if they are going to get caught, I mean, they deserve it from my point of view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a public health risk. Yeah. Um, wow. I think this is the most we've ever talked about COVID on the podcast. It is. We've we've tried to kind of avoid the conversation just because, I mean, everyone's talking about it. Yeah, I don't even know if we, like, actively try to avoid it. It's just not really, you know, it, it's not that much of a of a concern for us, which I think we're fortunate. Like, you know, you still get to go to work, and I work from home already, and so I think we're significantly less affected by it than than most people. We're also young and healthy, and so I just think that, it's not on our minds as much as it is for a lot of people. Um, and, and so I think it's important that, you know, we adhere to the rules because we're fully capable of it in order to allow the people who maybe for whatever reason, I mean, you work an, an essential service and anybody else who, who does so that everybody else who cannot adhere to those same rules so that they can, you know, do what they have have to do and and do it as safely as possible. I I do think you and I are very fortunate that we can afford the luxury of of that. But I'm glad you got to declutter a little bit. I'm glad you were able to go through those things and really consider whether or not they were important to hang on to and then ultimately get rid of um at least a few things and and it sounds like you're considering uh, parting ways with a lot of other things as well. Yeah, so it's still still working progress. Um, but uh, yeah, getting there. One of the biggest projects is going to be uh, sorted my sorting my Lego so that we can start some some brick films in the future here. So, but did you have any physical goals? Um, I didn't. I didn't super have any physical goals. Uh, it was 
what I talked about was letting my mind clear a little bit, um, which I think I did a little bit of this week, not as much as I would have liked to have done, but I, I did a couple times when I was going to bed, I just kind of took it as a moment to meditate and to, to think and consider things from the day and, and kind of let myself fall asleep. That helped me fall asleep. Usually I end up having to watch a YouTube video and then fall asleep halfway through it. Um, but that, that did help just kind of laying there and trying to meditate a little bit. Other than that, I didn't really have any physical goals. I'm still walking. I'm still, you know, um, trying to eat well and do the intermittent fasting thing. I'm making sure I'm not, um, you know, just eating all day, every day and, and try to eat, eat properly. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty standard stuff. I didn't do anything hugely successful, but that's about it. Um, with that, before we jump into our conversation on our book study this week, where of course we studied book five of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, we're going to have a quick ad break where I'll probably invite you to leave a review for the podcast or something, and then we'll be back with our conversation. Future Alex here, just following up on that promise that I would be here requesting that you leave us a review. I would absolutely love it. I just think it would be just the nicest thing you could do for me today. You can do a lot of other nice things, but if the nice thing you want to do today is leave us a review, you can do that at ratethispodcast.com slash togot. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T. And I mean, do something else nice today too. With that, back to the show. Alex, what what were your initial thoughts on on the book this week? You know, I actually really liked it. Um, one thing that I found with this book is, uh, like, I I feel kind of a kinship with with Marcus because he he has this, um, you know, the this tone of he's talking to himself, he's encouraging himself, and sometimes almost um, beating himself up a little bit for his failings and acknowledging his failings. And I feel like I have a lot of similar failings, uh, particularly the way this book started off. I'm going to read it here. It says, In the morning when thou findest thyself unwilling to rise, consider with thyself presently it is to go about a man's work that I am stirred up. Am I then yet unwilling to go about that for which I myself was born and brought forth into this world? Or was I made for this, to lay down and make much of myself in a warm bed? And it got me thinking about, okay, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Um, and, and what are those things that I need to get up and be responsible for? Uh, that was my that was my biggest takeaway was that there's this responsibility we have to perform certain tasks to partake in certain responsibilities and to engage with them fully that's something that i disappoint myself a lot on and so it really just kind of got me thinking and i tried as i went throughout the week to you know okay 
like actually get out of bed, Alex, don't, you know, and there were a few mornings where I laid in bed for a long time on Reddit and stuff. And uh, it just wasn't the right way to start the day. And so I, I think this book kind of gave me a little bit of a push to, you know, to, to get up. It also helped that my roommates weren't around. So, I mean, it's a, it's a mix of things. Uh, what were your insights? I, I was thinking of the, the same thing as you, um, just along the lines of, okay, just, just get up, get going. Um, I, I, I keep feeling like he kind of continuously says, maybe not in these words specifically, but he kind of says, life is too short to be wasted. Yeah. And the other thing that, that I was getting from it, I don't, I don't know if, if he was meaning for it, for me to get that from it or what. Um, but he said that even idiots aren't ignorant. And, and I just kind of sat there and like, so in, in my head, at least what I understood that as is, you know, everyone sees what's going on around them. It's what they choose to do with that information and if they choose to ignore it. And so so that was just kind of what I thought when when it came to that and and I I thought that was kind of interesting because that's totally true. Everyone does see like every well, <laughs> not everyone, but the majority of people have two eyes that they can see what's around them. But it's just kind of one of those things where it's, you know, you know what's around you. And, like, but it's it's whether or not you choose to be aware or you choose to notice these things. Um, because we can tune ourselves to be skillful enough to notice the slight movement in in people the 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 reactions that they have to understand what they're really trying to say with their through not just their words but their voice or if you're talking in person with someone through their actions with their hands or their arms um like people trying to be dramatic they'll flail their arms around and try to be big right and so it's just kind of interesting, but it just, it depends on what we do with that information. And that's where, um, where I think he comes from when he says, um, that idiots are not ignorant. Um, and, and I mean, it's the same thing with thinking before you act or acting before you think, right? Yeah, I think maybe if we can start off with your your first point, I want to dive into that idea of life being short. Um, it is short. And at the end of this book, he talks about how eventually we're going to return to dust. At some point, we will be dead. And, and, you know, what we do between birth and death is is important. Because that's that's what we are, and he he talks about how we'll be forgotten as well. So I mean, he has his typical um, perspective in there of of not only is life short, but the time in which we will be remembered by others 
is similarly short. And so I guess, I don't know, what do you see your your purpose in life being? He talks about trade and trades like what your trade is and what your art is and what your craft is. And the thing that we wake up every single day to do. So, I mean, what is it that you're waking up to do? Earlier, you talked about work. Um, is that it? Or is there more? Do you have other responsibilities? I mean, why do you get out of that warm bed in the morning, Bryce? One thing um, that that really keeps me moving is though I may not um, really say it, though I may actually say the opposite, I do have a hope for a better future. Um, like, there's some days where, where I am feeling really down and just just don't believe anything good's going to happen or anything like that. And I will say that, you know, I have no hope for the future. The future is just as terrible as it is now and and all these different things um but deep down i i do know that i i do have hope for the future that that it can be better and i think that's kind of my my main thing that that gets me out of bed because i mean right now i feel extremely stuck um i'm i'm trying to do new things. I'm, I'm taking my pathway class to kind of get back into school and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm still working and, uh, you and I, we just signed up for, uh, um, master class to, to learn things through there. Um, funny enough, I, I did actually. So on it, it says to just choose six for now, six instructors. Yeah, I definitely went over um i for sure i for sure went over 12 because i did six and then i hit add more and then i hit 12 um and then it's like okay you ready to get started i'm like nah let's add some more (laughs) (laughs) and because i mean some of their classes i'm just like oh this is really fascinating right i'm like this seems like a really cool topic um there there's one there's one person on there where I was looking at the the three classes he has, and um, I'm just like, well, the last one, absolutely not. Like that has nothing to do with me. However, the second one and the first one a little bit, but mostly the second one's the one that caught me, is um, because it was it was talking about um, courage, and so I'm like, hmm. That, that would probably be really interesting. And and the reason why is because the last one is, um, I don't know, I think it's, uh, what, how, did, how did they call it? It's something along the lines of become your drag or something like that. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, that, that one's not for me, but the, the courage behind it that, that you do actually need for that is is super high so i'm 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 curious to to take this course to to see what i can learn about courage in that one yeah yeah that will be interesting and i i think uh, from the sounds of it what you're getting at 
is that you get up to learn. You're a curious person. I mean, you and I have always been curious about all sorts of things. I think uh, probably both of us, our favorite pastime is Googling random things and learning about it. Uh, I I had a friend the other day tell me, uh, we were just chatting and I, I said, yeah, well, I mean, Calgary has 333 days of sunlight every year. And she's, she laughs and she says, how do you know that? And I said, well, because I had people ask me about where I'm from, right? Being at school in another country, they ask me about where I'm from. So I had to <laughs> I had to learn some quick, interesting <laughs> facts to share with them. It's also the sunniest city in Canada, too. It is the sunniest city in Canada. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So I think you and I are both curious by nature, and hopefully doing these masterclass things um, will help us learn. Most of the ones I'm doing are in marketing, business, film, that kind of thing, because that's what I do for work, and hopefully that in- engages me. Um, and I, I think that's why you and I have both stuck on doing this podcast because we're actively learning things and we're actively improving what we are learning. And so, okay, so may, maybe you don't get up every day to go and work at the dry cleaners despite loving your coworkers and, you know, at least finding some fulfillment in getting a paycheck. So would you would you say... Uh, that what gets you up is a, a curiosity about the world? Yeah, you know, that's that's probably uh, fairly accurate because, I I mean, as you said, you and I are both curious people. I've I've actually had multiple people say to me who, who live in Calgary when I've told them that Calgary has 333 days of sunlight. They, they say to me, they're like, no, that's not true. I'm like... Actually, it is, and I'll explain to you why. I, I do enjoy explaining to people why they, they think that um, it, it's not that sunny in Calgary um, and explaining like how, how that kind of works and stuff. So right, right. And, and Calgary also just doesn't get um, that much precipitation in general, so it's just not cloudy because, it's in the rain shadow of the mountains, which you can learn about that and stuff um, from a geography class, as I have done. I, <laughs> I've been learning about uh, the geography of North America. It's really interesting. But anyways, um, yeah, we're, we're curious about things. And, and so, I don't know, do you think, because you mentioned that this week was stressful and stuff, do you think that you would find... Uh, more pleasure in your life or more maybe fulfillment is a better word if you if you full if you fully engaged that curiosity and let that be your focus rather than oh today I have to go to work if you started thinking oh today you know I might meet someone interesting or I might have an interesting conversation with Tom or Dan or uh, Tony right and maybe you you think about that aspect of the day um and and that curiosity that you can feed rather than you know allowing it to to be a slog and and really encouraging yourself to get up and and fulfill some sort of um practicality in the day at the same time 
as fulfilling this this need to s- satisfy your curiosity um you know it's it's interesting that that you can that you say that because i i think back to work and there's there are some things at work that are very um mind numbing mm-hmm. because i'm i mean there's sometimes where you're standing at the the assembly conveyor just scanning clothes onto it and I mean, if you have a line of 50 shirts to scan on, all the barcodes are in the exact same spot. So it just kind of, it's muscle, it becomes muscle memory. And so you're just kind of sitting there staring off into the distance and <laughs> like, um, and you're not, you're not really using your mind. And, and, and for me, because I am a curious person, it's kind of hard on me. Um, and it, and it really actually kind of slows me down. Um, but every time I, I find something funny that, I mean, yeah, it's technically really stupid, but it's just kind of funny to me because I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder why this person would have done it. Um, for example, I found on, on Friday when I was detailing some clothes, um, there was a barcode but then if you flip, there's this, it was on a pair of pants. Um, it was on that, I, I know there's a specific name for it, but it's a little piece um, at the fly that, that sits behind the fly. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. anyways, so the, there, there's this extra little piece of fabric on, on the side of it when you actually kind of go more into, in towards the pants, towards the, the pocket um and and you can flip it up because it's just like this weird extra little flap of fabric and so we had a barcode right on on that little flap but what fascinated me is that you flip up that flap and literally like just i don't even know maybe five millimeters off underneath that little flap there was another barcode (laughs) So these two barcodes were both visible, but like right on top of each other. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, whoever did this is special. Um, but at the same time, it made me laugh because I'm like, this is actually kind of interesting on, a, on how this happened. Because we always, like when we train people, we tell people where exactly to put the barcodes. So when people go and put them in some other weird random place... You kind of sit there and you're you're questioning it. So when I see these two barcodes sitting on top of each other, I just I couldn't help but laugh. And then I shared it with my coworker, and she was just like, "Wow, that person's dumb." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> like from my point of view, I'm like, this is more funny than than dumb, really." So so yeah, those those moments where where I can kind of be curious, definitely kind of give some excitement to my day. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it, you know, that curious demeanor allows us to draw a little bit more enjoyment from the day as well. Because in instead of you standing there and getting frustrated at some idiot for doing their job wrong, you're thinking, uh, like, I wonder why, why they did that. You know, they must have, they must have had some reason, right? Why they did that. And so I, I think that's that's interesting as well. And, and those those moments can kind of perk us up and and give us 
a little bit of a, a respite from the mundanity of the day-to-day. But I think, yeah, you and I are are insatiably curious people, and I think we could talk at length about probably any subject that we're even vaguely interested in. Uh, but I'm curious, is is there anything else that you you really wanted to bring up in this uh, discussion today? Not really. I kind of feel like I've I've said what I've wanted I wanted to say. One last thing I want to mention uh, before we head into our action items is this this book. We don't know if it was published for us um, or if it was meant to be published or if it was a personal journal, but it it is clearly very personal to Marcus Aurelius and he he talks about his thoughts and his struggles here and um, one podcast I listened to this week it's the literature and history podcast episode 74 is on Marcus Aurelius specifically the meditations and it was a really great overview of kind of the life of Marcus Aurelius and where he was coming from, where Stoicism was coming from. Stoicism is not a godless philosophy. A lot of the time it is portrayed that way, and I think it can be applied quite effectively in a secular uh, world. But uh, typical Stoicism, the philosophy practiced by Marcus Aurelius, kind of had this deference to um, some sort of ultimate power in the universe. So that was interesting to learn about. These are kind of more technical things. Um, but it was also really interesting in there to learn about uh, how stoicism tended to be kind of a, a thoughtful thing, like you're, you're thinking about it. And, you know, it's kind of in your head. And it comes from the idea, the stoa, the porch, people sitting on a porch and discussing these things. Um, and Marcus Aurelius did not have that luxury or chose not to engage in that luxury. He was a, uh, a, an action-oriented person. And, and so the meditations really gives you this, this sense of stoicism in action. And uh, that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing that I got out of it. But I'll mention that more in our action items, which will come up right after this little ad break. Hey, Future Alex here. Once again, last time for this episode, I promise, I would love it if you left us a review. You can do that by going to ratethispodcast.com slash Togot. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com slash T-O-G-O-T. And I'm sure you have that memorized by now. So go and leave us a rating and review. That helps immensely. I'm, I'm not kidding about that. That's about the only way people find us, that and word of mouth. So, I mean, maybe tell somebody about the show too. That'd be awesome. Back to the show. Alrighty, Alex, um, what are you going to improve on this week? Uh, the biggest thing I'm going to improve on is probably my sleep as well as um, just that, taking that action. I really want to apply this uh, one other plug, which by the way, all these resources that we mention are go in the show notes. We link to all of them in the show notes. And um, one podcast that I listened to was 
uh, People I Mostly Admire, um, which is hosted by Steve Levitt. Levitt, And today he had uh, Peter Atiyah on there. And it was a really interesting conversation. And this, this gentleman, Peter, is uh, struck me as a very action-oriented person. He seemed very determined. And I really admired that. And so I'm going to try and emulate this uh, need for action a little bit and just be engaged with that this week. We're starting a new month. Uh, I have to get a lot of things done and ready for the new year as I get into a kind of this new setup for my career. And yeah, that's that's going to be my, my big focus is just waking up in the morning and actually like getting up in the morning and uh, getting some action taken. Uh, what about you, Bryce? What is it that you're going to do to improve this week? Uh, this week, I think I'm going to really try and figure out my sleeping things. Um, whether or not I really solve the problem, don't know. But as long as I can get some better sleep this week, that would be lovely. I I had something in, else in mind, but I, I think after our conversation... Um, I've got something better, and it's what you were saying, is kind of finding those uh, curiosity things. Um, I mean, I'm subscribed to countless different streaming services, um, one of which being Curiosity Stream. And yesterday, I actually kind of learned the a little bit of science behind cuteness. <laughs> um, it was actually a really cute video because it was all just like these super cute dogs. Um, but they were explaining a little bit uh, about how that came to be. Um, and uh, fun fact, it's big eyes and, um, and, and eyebrows, interestingly enough. Um, and because... Dogs are, domesticated dogs are able to move their eyebrows. Um, huskies, on the other hand, are, are not because they are, they're domesticated in, they're, they're not like a, um, a comfort dog. They're, they're a sled dog, right? They're, they're a pulling dog. Um, so they were domesticated for a different reason and cuteness is not, I mean, huskies are still very cute, but it's, it's not quite what they were, um, domesticated for. So I think, um, I, I think just kind of finding something new, trying to find something new every day would be great. Um, but even if I kind of look into one thing, a week would be would be really cool use use that streaming service a little bit more um and and those sorts of things and and do a bit more research about whatever um maybe find a cool person out there to to research um things that that you didn't know um something along those lines so um i'll kind of share a little bit of what i learn this week on our, our on our next podcast but those are the two things that i'm going to work on this week i love it yeah i think i think that's fantastic just dig into those curiosities and i have some ideas going forward with the show on how we might be able to further incorporate that but um yeah i'll, I'll talk to you about that after we sign off which today it is your job
That does it for this edition of the Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying Book 6 of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.